0: all right <laughs> return of djrr everybody <laughs> welcome to today's episode of your daily scrum i'm professional scrum trainer ryan ripley that's professional scrum trainer todd miller we get together each and every day to help you get a little bit better with scrum each and every day uh leave your questions and comments In the comment section below, check out the description for more info about Todd and I, what we do, what we build, what we provide like, and subscribe. We are less than 400 subs away from. Merch. (laughs) It's coming. can't stop it now. It'll be here soon. Let's get there. Stop. stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Merch store is in effect at 10,000. So we're super close. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teams. Like and subscribe, make it happen. Today, we've got a skill based episode of Your Daily Scrum. Todd has a new retrospective format that uh, we think you ought to try with your teams. Todd, take it away, buddy. How does this work?
1: Yeah, so this is a riff um, on uh, Wicked Questions, Uh, a little bit of a liberating structure string with a couple twists and turns here. We will make a template of this mural available in the comments if you want to give it a try. Um, We just want you, if you can post it up, let us know how it goes. We're going to be using this in a retrospective for us in the future. Um, so uh, this really is a, a two-step, uh, a two-step retrospective. Shouldn't take you more than an hour, right? Shouldn't take you more than an hour. Um, what an hour like
0: to- for a <laughs> retro?
1: <laughs> yeah, can't just sneak this one in. Nope. Um, uh, so uh, what 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 we suggest that you do is start by describing wicked questions, Ryan. Do you want to take uh, describing wicked questions? What we're talking about. So again, this is elaborating structure. Wicked questions. First step: yeah. describe what wicked questions are. So,
0: wicked questions—they take two opposing ideas and jam them together, right? So, a wicked question could be, as a good example, um, "How is it that I am simultaneously dedicated to my work?" And also being fully present for my family—two opposing forces that I have to reconcile, right? Uh, and so, what these wicked questions do is they—they they expose the paradoxical nature of our work, of our lives, of our team dynamics, and they—they they force us to come up with ways to mitigate the risks of those questions, or to come up with ways to to better work within the constraints of that paradox. And so, these questions really. I th- what I think they do, Todd, is they they bring forward difficult conversations in a non-confrontational mm-hmm. way because, you know, it's how do we address this? How do how do we solve this seemingly paradoxical situation?
1: Yeah, 100 percent, Ryan. And that's why we like them so much. We've seen we've seen these wicked ge- questions just generate such powerful conversations. Right. Yep. Um, and we always encourage people, right, to avoid nasty questions We really want you to avoid nasty questions like this is how are we trying to adopt scrum and being forced to cope with internal bureaucracy. This is this is not balanced. This internal this is a this is kind of a shot across the bow. We don't we want to we want to avoid this. So it's like, um, how
0: do we make great YDS videos with Todd on them? Yeah,
1: it's (laughs) like, whoa, (laughs) with Todd's bad sense of humor. That's not a good question. So um, right after you introduce the concept of wicked questions, what we want to do is we want to get people to start thinking about the paradoxical nature of things that might be at play with them during their workday. Uh, and the first step that we like to do is run a um, run a one, two for all. Give some people first to process this. Some people this is going to come very natural to and some people this is going to take a little minute for them to sink in. So what we want them to do is, uh, we want you to do is we want to run, we want you to run a one, two for all, right? So um, first step, one minute alone and in silence, just take a moment to consider the prompt here. What opposites are at play in your work? We gave an example, right? So opposites that might be at play in our work. Ryan, I know this is true of us, right? Um, how is it that I'm asked to respond to emails on a timely manner, yet still focus and get my work done? Yep. Right. That, I, that's a push and a pull for me all the time for all the history. And so just alone and in silence, give people one minute to think by themselves. After that one minute, pair up with somebody. Right. If you're using Zoom, if it's breakout rooms, just leave breakout rooms open. Say, grab a pair, grab two minutes. You can extend this to three minutes. It really, you don't have to be hardcore about your times with one, two, four, all. You don't want to extend it too much um, uh, because we are going to hop into a different portion. We're just getting people in the headspace now. After those two minutes, um. have people pair up with another pair. So two groups of two. So you have groups of four people expanding and building upon their ideas, maybe looking for some themes. And then step four, bring everybody back together and let's look at some of the sticky notes that have emerged. Any thoughts on that, Ryan, before we...
0: Yeah, I, I think this is one of those where the we need to call out the idea here is abundance. We want mm-hmm. a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. We want a lot of options. We want people to talk about the things that they're accountable for. And, and maybe some of the opposites and make sure we get plenty of ideas out here so that when we all come together, maybe there's something that Todd would put up there, like um, being accountable for email or teaching classes that I wouldn't have thought of. And then maybe it would lead to even a different set of, mm-hmm. of, of, of issues. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, we're teaming together. We're all collectively owning these things. Yep. And so we're in this space, we're talking paradoxical or nature of things. The next step is, um, Group people up, uh, teams of two, three, maybe even four, um, 15 minutes. Generate wicked questions. How is it that we are blank and we blank simultaneously? So using this format, generate as many wicked questions as you can. Concentrate on quality here, though. Really start to pull from those things we talked about before and really try to zero in and build some really good wicked questions. Right. And so you're going to give a good amount of time to do this. Um, uh, people are in the good headspace now. They're understanding what the paradoxical nature of things might be at play here. Um, the second step then is to take a step back. Give people some room to read the wicked questions that have emerged because you probably had two or three small groups of people working together. Have everybody kind of collectively look at each other's work. Simple technique dot voting right? You can leverage a tool to do that. If you're in person, just some, some dot voting, give everybody three votes. They can spread them out across different Wicked Questions. They can put them on the same Wicked Question. What you're looking for here is to have people on their own process what's happened and looking at these Wicked Questions and then come to a little bit of silent consensus for what really stands out. What do you think of that, Ryan?
0: I love it. Yeah.
1: yeah and then final step, you're going to see where these dot votes are evaluate the top one or two, give 10 minutes. What's something we're going to do here? What's an experiment that we could try? Name it. Let's get one or two experiments that we can try. Maybe, you know, if we land on how is it that we are expected to focus on our work and respond to emails in a timely manner simultaneously, maybe it is, maybe we need to find a way to spend a little bit of time as a team to focus on email. Maybe from 3 to 3.30 in the afternoon, that's our email time, our group email time. We can joke around, we can be emailing, we can help you. We pair email, Ryan, sometimes, right? Yeah. We do. And so maybe we maybe that's an experiment.
0: So you know, um, Todd, if a scrum master's having trouble getting these ideas out, maybe throw a 15% solution on at the end. hundred percent, yeah. It's a good, it's a good option. Have that in your back pocket. If they're struggling with uh, solving the big problem, throw a 15% solution on at the end and get them to solve a little one.
1: I love it. Great riff on this. In fact, I think that you could put a lot of risk on this. I really like your idea though. On that step three, get whatever you can on that step three to get that last step. Uh, this yep. one's pretty generic, but I really like your idea. Maybe toss a 15% solution. And let's that one thing that we're going to try this next sprint.
0: Perfect. Todd, I think it's a cool format. I'm glad you came up with this and shared it with everybody. Let us know in the comments. What do you think of this format? Are you going to use it? There's a link in the description to the mural where you can grab it, rip it up, tear it down, use it as is. We just want to know if it works. Hmm. What do you think there, Todd? End yeah, screen time. I think we'll
1: probably be battle testing it, too. So, yeah, end screen
0: time. Yeah, let us know what you think about these skill-based videos. Do you want some more and what topics could be helpful? Like and subscribe so you don't miss when we drop the videos that you've asked for. Leave us some comments. Let us know what's useful. Check out the socials. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are great places to interact with us. For Todd Miller, and Ryan Ripley. Go forward. Do some great scrum things. Try out this retro format. Let us know how it goes. And we'll see you tomorrow. See yeah.